Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Uni Tanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Hello, folks. Welcome to a very special session. It's Tasty Night, a 21-tap salute to our craft beer hero, Mike Tasty McDole. It's uh, uh, an event we're doing here at the Hop Grenade in Concord, California. So if you're local, you still have time to get here. Um, if you're not local, well, you get to listen to this wonderful podcast. Which I need to figure out how to put on uh, YouTube real quick for those of you who want to watch. Hmm. All right, it's only going to be on Facebook. There we go. Lucky us. All right, tonight's deal is uh, I've got a lot of brewer guests who have come to town and sent us beer for a special tasty tribute night, and I couldn't be uh, more happy about the turnout and the response from some of his favorite folks. Uh, Teresa Pasuti, my co-host, is here to give me a hand uh, and and take us through the night. Uh, we've got a lot of great brewers to interview. I know. I I honestly, I'm pacing myself. I'm I'm going to go to the distance. Yeah. To the distance. Go to the distance. I'm going to go right to the distance. <laughs> yeah. Teresa and I already did one show today uh, with Chad Mosier from Bankhead. And so you'll be able to, you probably listen to that podcast already if you're podcast listeners. If you're watching on Facebook, um, well, then you, uh, you already saw that show. So <laughs> our first guest tonight, uh, which I'm, I'm very excited to, to have because they, they have a special story. Um, and we definitely we're, we're good friends of Tasty's, just like Chad was, just like many of the brewers um, that are here. We have the folks from the, how do I describe this? <laughs> Best brewery name that I didn't know. Totally shit on. What did I totally <laughs> shit on? Best brewery name ever that I didn't realize was a good name. Liquid Gravity Brewing Company. We have Brendan and Celeste Golf in the studio with me. Welcome, you two. Hi. Yeah, thanks for having us. You guys made the trip up from San Luis Obispo, California. Correct. Uh, which I appreciate. Of course. What we did was for this event, we sent out, uh, I only have 21 taps. Which works out great to have a 21-tap salute if yeah, you didn't, absolutely. you know, if you can math that way. Um, and we set out, we, we just thought of, um, you know, Tasty's favorite breweries in California, so beers that we knew we could get this year. This is the first of what's going to become an annual event. Um, people that we know he influenced, breweries that we know influenced him. 
Um, and and you guys, uh, of course, were, were on that list uh, for several reasons, which we'll which we'll learn tonight. Uh, so I'm honored that you accepted our invitation, uh, sent us beer, and then actually made an appearance tonight. Thanks for doing that. Wouldn't miss it for the world. I want to jump right into kind of your special relationship with Tasty, and then we're going to talk beer and <laughs> and enjoy the beer that we have in our glass. Um, and that is, as rumor has it. Uh, and y'all, y'all are now married. How long have you been married? Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna wait for you. It's four years. Four, yeah, four and four, a half. We'll go with four and a half years. Good, good on yeah. you, uh, Brendan. I'm the same. I, I I'm, I'm not married, but I mess yeah. up the how long we've been together <laughs> question. Always uh, look. It's like it's like negotiating. Always let them make the first, you know, uh, yeah, figure. Yeah. We should really go back and look at this. Like, yeah. Honestly, that dates. works in all things in marriage. Yeah. Just wait for the answer and then agree. Yes. Yeah. 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 And yes. Uh, okay. Four years. Yep. Let's call it that. But Tasty introduced the two of you. So, yeah, as the story goes, so I had met her one other time. Okay. Okay. And so I was, uh, at the time, I was a brewer at Firestone Walker uh, in Paso and big, you know, listener of the show at the time and kind of, you know, came through the home brewing scene and so well aware of who Tasty was. And it was funny talking to Randy. I thought this was the first time we had met him, but uh, apparently we met at the SoCal Homebrew Fest, like, briefly oh when you were really a homebrewer when i was really yeah. a homebrewer okay and so uh anyways i reached out to tasty when i was brewing at firestone and i said hey man i know you're coming down for the invitational i'd really love to show you you know the brewery um and obviously he can get a tour from matt or anyone there if he wants but you know that's just who tasty was is that you know he loved that element as well like you know uh connecting with the one, the home brewer that had listened to him, that went pro, like, yeah. the, you know, and so even though he could have taken the tour of the barrel room with Matt, you know, he took one from the shift brewer on overnights, right? You know, and <laughs> did uh, he have to show up overnight? Uh, no, okay. no, I, 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 I my I, first. My first tour had to be overnight. It was. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon, oh, yeah, it was. No, that's you. literally oh. where we met. No, shout she out was to on a Kyle tour. Okay, okay. Um, so, anyways, uh, you know, Tasty uh, it was at the back of the restaurant at Firestone in Paso. Um, and this is just kind of, this was when I first realized sort of the magnitude of the character, right? Of Tasty. Yeah. Uh-huh. And because, like, we couldn't get five feet from the back of the restaurant towards the door. And it's a long stretch there. Yeah. We couldn't get five feet without someone stopping him and wanting to either take a picture or, you know, pitch a recipe to him and get to get his feedback. And, and I'm just like, you know, the first three or four times I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. And then like, you know, eight pit stops later on the way to the door, I'm like, this is crazy. You know? Right. Yeah. And so I, I give him the tour and you know, it, it was, it was all good. We hung out all day during the invitational kind of in and out, you know, I'd see him and and then at the end of the of the festival, you know, everybody goes back to the brewer's campground. And so uh, I had met uh, Celeste one other time, my wife, and she got she, she was at the festival. And so, you know, we kind of connected there and, and I'm like, oh, man, I really like this girl. And I'm trying to get a wristband and a lanyard to get her into the to the festival or to the to the campground. 
And you know, I, I'm a brewer at Firestone, and, I, <laughs> and it's and the I'm Firestone having, Fest, and I'm and it's the Firestone Fest, and I'm having zero luck. Yeah, like everybody's like, oh man, like you know, now I'm going in too, and you know, uh, oh no, I gave mine to so and so, and I just yeah. like 15 minutes, and Tasty sees me just scrambling, right, trying because her and Celeste and I and Tasty had spent some time together during the fest, even just talking and hanging out. Yeah, and he sees me trying t- just frantically to get. Uh, this girl a, a pass and I, I still to this day don't know where he got it <laughs> or what he you know where it came from yeah he just kind of walks up to me the same way he would hand you a tasty treat you right. know in the middle of a festival he just sort of like hey bro you know kind of nudges me and he hands me a lanyard and a, a bracelet right and I'm just like Oh my God! I've been trying for thirty minutes to do this. Well, and I think I was accidentally sweetening up Tasty without really realizing who he was. Okay. And my yeah. first conversation that I actively remember having with him is we were standing under the tents because you get that cool background access at those. Yeah. And Tasty and I are chatting. I'm like, "Who's this guy over here? That's like some sort of celebrity that not only." The girls are fawning over, but the guys are fawning over. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he goes, it, it Oh, no. Jer- oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't think that's fair. Um, he goes, Oh, it's this big guy from this big brewery. And I'm like, Oh, yeah, kind of Mick Jagger looking. Uh, and and Tasty goes, What? You're not interested? In that? I'm like, I kind of like this guy over here. I'm more interested in that oh. kind of guy. And so I think that somehow. She likes ugly bearded. <laughs> I think yeah. that somehow endeared me to him and, and he went on the hunt i can say who it was <laughs> okay it was jeremy marshall oh yeah. <laughs> a handsome guy i, I, I fawn over him I, 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 <laughs> yeah. I totally get it no you're like a dog compared to jeremy that's we all what, are that's what i'm saying <laughs> he dresses better than us yeah. yeah but brennan looked like the kind of guy that was gonna hit me over the head with a club and drag me back to his <laughs> his cave now we know your thing yeah, yeah. yeah. So, taste, i can do that i'm pretty sure i even said that line to tasty <laughs> and he's He's like, okay, I'll like introduce that, you to yeah. Brendan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's, let's get this going. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, and then, you know, that night we had our first kiss and... Uh, Under the boneyard tent. It nice. was under the boneyard tent. Of course it was. She always, well, if, it's a better story. So I think the pizza port and boneyard tents were together. They were together. Okay. We all, we've always argued about which tent it was. I but see. the boneyard yeah. tent's a better story. It so. is, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I'm going with that one. Um, and so we, for, you know, the entire existence of our relationship, sort of had this nickname for him of our facilitator. Yeah. Uh, we always like, oh, yeah, he was the one who, like, literally facilitated me and my wife, you know, getting together that night. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, sort of to segue in, if we want to talk about, get into the beer, but... Well, uh, I do, but I do want to touch on that, the the facilitator role, because it's a common theme for Tasty. And I don't mean to make it less unique for you. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, that's what he was. The, yeah. he, he was, was, and he was for everybody. And the, the I guess the one bit of time I'll, I'll spend on a, a like kind of a memorial part of Tasty is uh, I got to go to his memorial service. And what I learned was that a bunch of like uh, his kids' friends and, uh, and other friends throughout it, like outside of the beer world, the common theme that they all told this story, and we're talking about over a 30-year span, like right. how he's influenced like his kids' lives and their friends' lives, was all about him being this facilitator, yeah. this supporter. Yeah. And he was for me, too. Like yeah. how he really enjoyed like, like uh, perpetuating anybody's hobbies or career or... Or even just giving you a little bit of advice on how you might do better in your life mm-hmm. uh, or your job. 
And so I love to hear this, that, that you guys thought of him as your facilitator because it's this common theme of his whole life. Yeah. And what a great like way. If somebody remembers you, or, sorry, if multiple yeah. people remember you with this same sort this of thing, key role in that's their a life. real yeah. cool thing, I don't you think? I think that needs to be all of our new goal. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 I got a lot of work to do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because my legacy is shit so far. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but, you know, and, and just after... After that, like, Tasty became one of our best friends. Like, yeah. we would not come to the Bay Area and not hit up Tasty. Right. Like, I would be driving through from, you know, my uncle's house up near Sacramento, and we'd, like, meet for lunch at, you know, somewhere in the East Bay. Yeah. Um, we'd be just popping popping in for a night, and it was like, we'd meet Tasty either here or wh- wherever you know we were going, even he would come and meet us there. But he was the the you know the only person that we made sure that we called or and texted. Roger because we get in trouble with Roger if we don't go <laughs> well, see him. Well, because he goes off the rails, <laughs> right? <laughs> Tasty will keep you safe. Yeah. Roger will yeah. we'll have his, a lot of fun trouble. With yeah. as busy as Tasty always seemed to be, if we let him know that we oh, were yeah. in the area, he's like, "We're gonna connect no matter what." Right. And. He always made you feel like you were the most important person yeah. in the room. Yeah, yeah. And that's a really special quality. I agree with you. All right. Because we're short on time, let's talk Let's talk beer. Yeah. Uh, and so you guys, I know you work together a lot, actually. But is there a special collaboration that is kind of unique to, to yours and his relationship? Yeah, so the first the first beer we ever brewed together was uh, we of course right called it the facilitator. Nice, nice. Uh, what else? We'll do brew you... it next year. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, good. And uh, you know, it was one of the things that both Tasty and I really, really loved was like clean, clear West Coast hoppy beers. Okay. Right. Both of us had, and in fact, pale ale like that. You know, five and a half percent something. You know, it's, I'm drinking the Ghost Town Pale Ale right now. It's a nice uh, beer. It's a nice beer. Um, but that was. You know, those little lower alcohol, you know, 7% or, or I mean, not that that's low, but, you know, in the sixes or, or, or sub. Um, and then when Session IPAs sort of started taking off, um, all of them that I had were thin and watery and tasted like hop tea. And I don't like to use the word balance because these I, the beers should still be so hop forward, but they should present with enough balance to make them drinkable. Yeah. And in, a, in even a 5.5% beer or a 6% beer, the alcohol can provide that balance, right? It has a um, a viscosity and a texture to it that fills that void. Um, and these these 4% beers didn't have that. And so, you know, I, it, it may have been planted in my mind subliminally, subliminally hearing him talk about it. But I but I re- the way I remember it is kind of coming up with on my own, well, okay, well, what's it missing? It's missing alcohol. Well, wh- what what is alcohol? Alcohol has a little bit of sweetness, and some viscosity and texture. Well, what can I use on the brewing side to mimic that? Okay. And, you know, these like really light colored crystal malt, like a crystal 10 or something like that. And uh, I'm like, well, you know, and then you get into, well, on a 4% beer, everybody talks about grist uh, grain bills and percentages. And on a 4% beer, it, it sounds like such an insane amount to use where like, okay, if it's a, you know, an 8% beer, the same amount is the half the percentage of the grain bill, mm-hmm. right? We're ta- when you say amount amount of crystal malt, right. is that so, what you're talking about? Yeah, so like if we use one full bag, right, that's, uh, it's 4% in a in a 8% beer. Okay. Don't do that. It's a bad idea. Okay. Uh, but, <laughs> um, yeah. but if, you, but the same amount, one bag, it's like, you know, it's like 
think of it like salt going into a pot of stew. Yeah. It's still like a pot of stew. It's still a, a, like one teaspoon of salt, right? Yeah. But, but all of a sudden, it's it's 8%. It's yeah. 8% of the grain bill. And that sounds crazy. Um, and then I, we, you know, my thought on it was like, well, even taking it further and then talking it with Tasty, Tasty's like, was telling me he'd gone up to like 15, 16% of this like crystal malt. And it was just, I'm like, whoa, that yeah. took this like idea that I thought, and I'm like, there's no way. And he's like, it works. So let me stop you there just to get some context here, right? Because over the years, and, and Tasty was a part of these conversations here on the Brewing Network and with other brewers, crystal malt in general just kind of became out of fashion. It's a bad word. Right? And, and, and for good reason. Totally. Because yeah. there were these beers we were tasting that were like, man, where did the hops go? Right? Mm -hmm. And this sort of cloying sweetness would come about. So, so it became this no-no, right? Well, and the character can, you know, it almost mimics oxidation. People say that, oh, they oxidize easier. I think the actual character of darker colored crystal, mal crystal malts, we're talking 40 or 60, can almost mimic that same effect when hops start to break down and you lose the brightness. And so... Right. Um, but, but, yeah. but then Tasty, as you're describing now, and I think he did this on the down low for a while because he didn't want to be not cool and say that crystal malt's okay <laughs> for a little while right. and, until he experimented with it. Right. Right. He sort of is one of these, which was surprising because he's like this advocate for dry West Coast yeah. beer. And then all of a sudden he's like, hey, Brendan, why don't you put some crystal malt back in there? <laughs> yeah. Right? And, and for me, because I don't pay that much attention, I'd be like, what the fuck is he talking about? Yeah. I thought he's the guy who said no crystal malt. Yeah. Okay, so I just want to set that kind of foundation. Okay. Well, and so I, I, well, I think if you think about it as like an inverse relationship, right? And so if you make a 7.5% West Coast IPA, like don't put crystal malt in there. Yeah. Certainly, okay. not, uh, certainly not anything of significance. Um, so when is he saying, and that you two talked about, when is it appropriate exactly? I mean, pers personally, I think once you get into like the 5% beers, I think they can benefit from a little bit of it. I see. Um, and that was, you know, our, our pale ale at the last brewery I was at was, uh, you know, we had a fair amount of success with it in competition. Yeah. It it was like 8% crystal malt. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, and it just, it it almost like it fills that void where the alcohol is missing. Okay. Um, so I know we're talking about this collab, but I have to ask yeah. because can I say this? I want to make sure I'm being honest with you. <laughs> of my top two favorite pale ales on the market right now is pale from the crypt. Mm -hmm. What percent crystal malt? Uh, I've cut it down a little bit, okay. but it's still like, uh, I believe it's 4%. Okay, so it's mm -hmm. there mm -hmm. to give it some of that body, which, uh, by the way, my other one is Penske. Just so you know, like Penske yeah. and, and, and Pale from the Crypt, I'm like, yeah. I'll drink these any <laughs> day of the week. Right In fact, I do probably drink them any day of yeah. the week. Uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember because they were 8 and I th it could be 2. It okay. could be two. It's either 2 or 4%. Okay. It's like 20... Seven. Someone got a calculator. It's like twenty-seven pounds or a half a bag. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, I just want to twenty barrels. I want to make yeah. sure you're practicing what you preach here. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I love that pale ale. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So back to the collab, the the facilitator. Where did you land with that one? We ended up doing like it was over fifteen percent, or or right around it. Wow. And you were saying this one's like in the four percent. It, it range? was four and a half percent. Four and a half percent. Wow. Uh, yeah, and it was like a, we used like a crystal ten, um, and it was 
you know, and if you if you taste that malt, doesn't like when you think of like what crystal malt tastes like, I'm thinking like, you know, you get those caramelized sugars and you don't get that in Crystal 10. It's it's almost well, it's it's like, more like that's honey. Like a, that's like a Munich malt. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's a little bit of color, a little bit of texture. It's not a lot of sweetness. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah, that's, that, a, that's a great malt. And, and you can use a lot more of it. So it's not causing like a huge amount of color, huge amount of like those oxidized flavors like you were saying. Yeah, and I and I think that you know to to hear him say that I think he had done that on his uh, one of his session IPAs. Okay, and he had said he's like, no, bro, it works. Like it was kind of this like right because it was kind of like this like, hey man, like I like I this I kind of think this especially because we had that pale ale yeah. that had more crystal malt than I would ever be comfortable putting in an IPA. But like we brewed it, you know, when I brewed it, it was like. Oh, it's five and a half percent. We're hopping it like an IPA. Mm-hmm. Like it, it needed something, and you know that crystal malt was like, God, it, it just works. And so, I remember talking to him about the, like the more extreme version of that, which is the lower alcohol, and then this what sounded like an insane amount of crystal malt. Yeah. And and you know, the, in talking to him about it, he kind of gives me you know the same nudge I got with the when he handed me the bracelet. He's like, he leans over, he's like. It works, bro. You know, <laughs> just try it. Yeah. Well, and this is one of the beauties of Tasty too. Uh, so, I'll talk out of my ass all the time in here. I'll like listen to what you guys say, and then I'll I'll paraphrase and say a bunch of shit that you didn't even say later. I'll be like, <laughs> "Hey, Brendan said this." <laughs> yeah, Brendan's Ta- a crystal malt and IPAs. Tasty oh. was Tasty wasn't like that. He wasn't going to tell you that he that that crystal malt worked unless he brewed it three times on his homebrew system, mm-hmm. and not just brewed it. Then brought it around in the trunk of his forerunner and poured <laughs> yeah. it for everybody who would taste it yeah, yeah. and get their reaction. Like he really was like a put it to the test kind of guy. It's why our listeners always loved him because yeah. he would come up with this crazy shit, but then he'd go, All right, we'll taste it. I did it. I did I'm not just saying it's a theory. Mm-hmm. So when by the time he gave you that, he said it works because he did it. Yeah, and it and it it, it tasted like a five and a half percent beer. There was none of that astringency. There was none of that like hop tea off kilter thing. Like if you would have said this is a five point six percent beer, yeah, you'd have been like you wouldn't have batted an eye, right? Um, and it was just yeah, it was it was really cool to you know, uh, especially now to think back on that. Uh, time because it was yeah. and the beer came out great. It the did. beer was great. <laughs> I yeah. still have people that come into Liquid Gravity that go, "This is Brendan from Central Coast Brewing," and I was like, "Yeah, that's my husband." And they go, yeah. "Dude, his payloads are incredible." Yeah. Uh, yeah. Are you guys never going to make Facilitator again? Oh uh, wow! Which is uh. which is insane because we've been doing our brewery for just over two years now. So the fact that people actually. I'd say a handful of times have come in and been like, is he going to brew that again? Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, well, I, guess, I don't know. I, now after, especially after talking about it, I think everybody's going to be like, yeah. you've now, got, you have, yeah, now you're on the hook, man. Yeah, we have to. <laughs> I think but, there is such a place in the world for these low ABV beers and miss, done well. Yeah. Like it just is, it's such a great thing. And spring is coming. I, I just think you guys got to do it. Yeah. Well, I, I just like, I think that that you do have to do it. And I do like that one of your flagship beers that I can always get is a pale ale. And you're not the only brewery anymore. Like that's uh, Factions, Penske, like I mentioned, mm-hmm. and other brewery Like pale ale's having this, uh, this renaissance. Okay, but you guys were a new brewery. And if, if I'm not mistaken, now you do have Liquid Gravity IPA, which is fucking fantastic. <laughs> we have that here quite a bit too. Mm-hmm. But one of your flagship beers was this Pale from the Crypt. Yeah. And 
I don't know. At the time that you open, that's a little ballsy to make it your flagship beer. Not that pale ales weren't completely out of fashion, but if it doesn't say IPA yeah. on it, people. Eat. I don't think it's my <laughs> fault for pushing him super hard, but it's my favorite one, and I think I kept asking it's him so like, good. "Hey, well, when are gotta, we gonna?" You got to understand too is that like we did not make a pale ale. I think for a year. Oh, you didn't. Okay. And well, it, we made the we did uh, ancient melodies with Roger from Faction that's pretty true. early. Okay. Yeah, but we didn't have our own. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so you did focus on liquid gravity IPA to start. Yeah, we were well, yeah. we were doing a bunch of different stuff, but like, you know, we had there was you know locally um, there everybody kind of knew that pale ale was like my is my favorite style in the world. It was just it was too obvious. Yeah, like I didn't want to roll out with like you know the signature pale ale. Like you know I'm trying to recreate. You know it's like no, let's like re- rebrand, recreate ourselves, um, have some fun, try a bunch of different. And it wasn't until I think that Roger and I got together to brew together. And Roger, again, is another great pale ale brewer um, yeah. uh, and another guy that lo- you know loves that style. And it was like, oh, my God, I haven't made a pale ale yet. Right. And that okay. was, and it was then we brewed that. And I was like, wait, I got to make a pale ale. Yeah. And so it's it's become a, a regular. We brew it, I think, every other month or every yeah. every three months or so. It's yeah. so good. That's and a whole so other we, fun story that we got to get together and talk about, too. Is that beer? Okay. Well, it's it's. Yeah, I love it. We it, always get it when it's we get it two cases at a time. And the reason is my staff always buys the first case, my, yeah. myself <laughs> included. And then we sell the other case. Yeah. Uh, it's got such so a great story. And it's by the way, it's we're talking West Coast Pale Ale here. Oh yeah, which fits yeah. into this like collab. Okay, so Tasty's like session IPA is a West is a different take on a West Coast Pale Ale. Mm-hmm. He also loved West Coast IPA, and so the IPAs that I love and that you love and that clearly Roger with Penske file loves are West Coast IPAs. So, in other words, years ago, they would have been called IPAs. <laughs> right, yeah. Not, not necessarily by alcohol content, but by hop content. Yeah. Right? And now, they're, they're West Coast Pale Ales. Yeah. Which uh, are delicious. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think, I think that, uh, you know, it's uh, the whole hazy versus West Coast thing. And we, we brew a bunch of hazy IPA, too. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I just... What's I'm, Miami Heist? A double? It's a hazy double. double. Hazy. A hazy double? Oh, yeah. Good name. I'm going to... Thank you. I actually like it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know that I've had people come into our tasting room again a ha- more than a handful of times on this one, and they go, I am so done with them, but I had this beer somewhere because somebody yeah. told me I had to have it, Yeah. and now I'm back on the kick. Yeah. Well, so I brought a can home because I didn't read the can because I'm lazy, <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's liquid gravity, and it's a double yeah, IPA. I'm in the it. mood to catch a little yeah. buzz tonight, so I brought it home. And I poured it in the glass, and I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck!" Yeah, <laughs> uh, and it was delicious. We've cha- delicious. so well, yeah. The branding on that one too. It was the first can label we had designed. Okay. And so you know, there's a million things going on. We opened seven weeks before COVID, and you know, it was uh, w- one of the things that we've actually changed now is that it just said double IPA at the top. But if you rotate the can, it would say, you know, uh, Northeast or New England style hazy IPA or hazy double IPA. Um, But if you're just looking at the front, all it said was double IPA. Right. Yeah. Um, Which is funny because I've talking to people now, it's like you almost have to make the distinction that it's West Coast. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I I actually as as a the consumer in Mm -hmm. me wants that distinction. Totally. By the way. 
Uh, and it's probably there somewhere anyway, but I just grabbed it again anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you had to you. rotate it. That's, you're not. You're not <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Do I have to turn this can around? <laughs> but we have not changed that, that much actually. attention to detail over here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a snazzy can, well, so it's hard not to pick up. It is snazzy. Well, listen, uh, uh, I'm not throwing you out of the studio yet, <laughs> but I do. I do want to say a, a few good words, uh, Brendan. I've always loved your beer uh, from the. Fir- I also first met you at the Invitational. Mm-hmm. Met you both there. Yeah. Um, and you were brewing, I, I think, for Central Coast at the time. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, and and the first year I met you, like the Central Coast beer was okay, and then the, like the second year you fucking won every award at GABF, <laughs> yeah. and you like turned the brewery around. Yeah. And then I was like, cool, I can talk to him now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not really. That I just. I, I don't know. If you remember but like i just loved your central coast pale ale oh, yeah. i invited you to our beer fest just based on that yeah, beer yeah. alone <laughs> like it was my jam it was like my i might go out on a limb and say it was better than pale 31 sometimes yeah. so i was like give me that beer that beer in, uh, the hay- in its heyday was uh so it was great. special yeah and then uh, very happy for you when you when you opened your own uh, the two of you opened your own brewery and so I was working here again at the Hop Grenade during our shutdown when we brought in your cans for the first time. And I was like, to my buyer, absolutely bring in Liquid Gravity. No, we haven't tried it yet. I give no fucks. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely bring in Liquid Gravity. And I talked you up to every customer who came in. And my customers are always looking for something new. And so when they came, it was just an easy, again, my laziness, Mm -hmm. an easy sell. And they came in, hey, uh, what should we buy? What should we buy? What's new? I was like, anything that says liquid gravity on it is is what you should buy. And you you, you lived up to to the height. It's just such great beer. Thank you. And we carry it as, as much as we can. We still rotate everybody, uh, but but you're you're in all the time. Yeah, and uh, you know, with that, you know, I think spirit of what Tasty sort of embodied is like we are continually trying to just get better and talk to you know. Tasty was all about community, and it was like talking to brewers and and finding new processes and new hops and. Yeah, I was texting Justin from Ghost Town yesterday about like, hey man, your double IPA at the Bistro was out of this world. Like, what the hell are you doing on that thing? Yeah, you know, he, and it was like that was just the the sort of world he lived in. And I think meeting him so early on in my career, um, you know, uh, instilled that in me and was is yeah. a huge part of the way I still operate. And so we're constantly trying to get better. And and so, he yeah, was keep, all about keep, that. Keep uh, recommending our beer. It's well, <laughs> and I will. And you're right about that. And by the way, all the best brewers we know have that philosophy that you you can keep learning. And I've said this this quote on the air before. I don't even know. Vinny doesn't know that this is my favorite quote from him because it happened 15 years after I met him. But he was telling me this story once about uh, giving advice to to a brewer about changing and learning. And the brewer said back to him like, "Well, I mean, I sell every drop of beer that oh, I God. that I make." And, That's the and I hate wait, that. wait, wait, but Vinny's response was like, and it's so perfect. It's he's like the perfect brewer for this response. Do you think that I don't sell every drop of beer I make before I ever fucking make it? Yeah, I, I'm fucking. Yeah, Vinny's the wrong now, guy to now, make that now, comment. Yeah, too. like, yeah. like yeah. now I'm now I'm gonna paraphrase. Like if I was Vinny, I'm fucking Vinny Chalurzo. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that I don't sell every? If I think of drops of beer, they sell. Yeah. His point was he's always learning too. He yeah. always wants, like, he wants to call Matt Brinelson and learn new techniques. He wants to. The guy Evolution, listens to the yeah. Brewing Network because he wants to know what other brewers are yeah, doing. Yeah. And so this, the best brewers out there would never ever say, no. "Well, I won an award for it." 
or I, I sell every drop of beer I make. I would never say those words. I've literally heard 100%. that, and every person I've heard that from makes shit beer. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I hate to put anybody on blast, but that's the truth, and we won't. man. Right. No, yes. I'm not. Call, I'm not. Yeah. Call, I'm not calling anybody out. I'm just saying. And, and almost any time I hear that, it's like, yeah, there's, you know, there's, yeah, it's it's not. And it. and it's what Tasty loved about doing the Brewing Network. Because he didn't love being in here with me every week and listening to my fucking bullshit. (laughs) What he loved was teaching the listeners about making better beer all all the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, So thank you for being here. Thank you for for following in Tacey's footsteps. uh, We didn't cry. Doing what you did. Yeah. yeah. I told you I wouldn't. We were going to be happy in here. I got (laughs) that out of the way when I saw Randy. Wait till I do my toast later, (laughs) Celeste. I'm going to look right at you while I do that. Yeah. That's why I brought these. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Before we go to break, God, I don't know. We're so woke now. Mm. I don't even know how to introduce you, Randy. (laughs) Oh! Uh, Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There, there, yeah. Hey, now, can yeah. anyone hear me? Can you introduce can, yourself? Can, can, I, I can't... can I? Can I just tell you right out of the gate, bro? Yeah. I'm Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have the same ring to it. It doesn't. Though. I've known that. That's the thing. Randy I've known the that Spaniard. Randy like the Spaniard. <laughs> okay, actually, Ranyard. no. You know what? Ranyard. Yeah. That's what we're gonna do <laughs> now that I have. Wait, what just happened? Now that I have to be You've careful about everything. No. You're yeah. now elevated to Randy the Spaniard. Well, I appreciate that. Good to see you guys. Man. Good to see these guys in here. I, I hate it, but I'll I, do it. Well, I appreciate that the door was left open because uh, for anyone listening, I, I walked in here without an invitation, and I did so because I, I have this invitation that is was super important to me and special to Tasty that when, when Celeste and Brendan got married, it actually went to Tasty's address and said, Tasty... And Randy. That's oh my God, true. that was his date. <laughs> That's true. It, it That's was a tasty plus one. Or, 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 it was like yeah. it, the, the invitation to the wedding was Tasty and Randy. And, and, and Tasty was so proud of that. He loved the, what we had become. And like yeah. he was so proud of you guys. He loved everything that Brendan did. And, and, and you nailed it. You guys both nailed it in talking about like how important it was for him not only to like. To, to share his learnings with with the audience of the Brewing Network, but you know he was as studious in everything that was said in the studio he as, as, as he was a teacher in here. He was always absorbing. He was always asking those questions. He was always challenging and and, and vetting his ideas uh, with with brewers. And and you know and we, we all know it, it led to some some really amazing things. A it lot did. of brewers, uh, Brendan included, you know, are humble enough to you know. Give a lot of credit to to you know having him as a companion, as as a confidant to bounce ideas off of and to work with, and uh, I, I think it's fantastic. So proud of you guys. Love uh, you, buddy. <laughs> I, I will say when 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 Brendan and Celeste were still under wraps on on liquid gravity coming out was literally the first time he had come back out after mm. diagnosed and being sick and everything. Yeah, and we went to faction to the Brewbies Festival and like. He was so excited. We were off in the corner with Brennan Celeste. Like, so something's coming. Yeah. You know, we're not sure. We've, we've got our hands on this property. And, uh, and so, yeah, so excited about what you guys have done. So the beers are fantastic. Uh, yeah, yeah, thanks for coming out. Thanks for having us, Justin. No, I'm, I'm awesome. happy that you're all here. Uh, okay, but before yeah. we go, the beer that we have on tap. Oh, because shit. that's also the point of tonight. Every brewer here, every tap line is dedicated to Tasty. So what did we put on tap uh, from you? It's clearly a West Coast IPA, as it should be. Yeah, so the beer's called Killer Strategy. Okay, 
Strata. Hop, strata. strata. Yeah, okay. From the Jeez. Strata Hop. Yeah, so it's 100. Well, <laughs> it's it's supposed to, it's. I can't help myself. I always throw a box of mosaic and everything. <laughs> I like. I, I just. I literally can't help myself. Even like even the the you know the brewers I that it. I have. I'm like, hey, this one's 100. percent And then they they they're like, we've placed bets, and they've like, I've just I can't. Every time I get the text, like, are you sure 100? percent I'm like. Well, nah. <laughs> even our staff knows behind the bar. I have a cheat sheet. They go, well, definitely mosaic. It's mosaic and something. Oh my god, always mosaic the safe answer. Yeah. yeah, but it was like you know, uh, it was all it was all strata in the whirlpool. Uh, we do a cool down whirlpool uh, down to about 185 degrees with it. Um, that was really the only uh, hot side addition. Okay, um, and then it was uh, big big dry hop with uh, strata. Uh, about 3.3 pounds per barrel of Strata and then 1.1 of Mosaic. Um, and, uh, yeah, just clear, clean, you know, Tasty loved those, you know, sessionable IPAs, and I would kind of put it, it in that category. It's uh, 6.9%. Um, so, you know, it's got enough there if you want to get crooked, but you can still have one, and, you know, it's yeah. not a... Total, total face bump, but uh, it's a beautiful beer. Uh, Bebo, give me the camera so we can show it on there so people can see like say, the clear. Cheers. Yeah, very, very light in color. Single malt. Um, it's just two row and dextrose. A um, little bit of acid malt, but uh, yeah. Oh yeah, is yeah. that common for you in, in a lot of your West Coast IPAs? A little acid malt. We put acid malt in basically everything. So yeah, we start with about one and a half percent acid malt, and then um, lactic acid has a lower flavor threshold than phosphoric does so if we want to go above uh that or if we need to go above that for acidification uh we always use, use foss in the okay. mesh but and okay. then yeah do, do you do that to like dry it out more is it a water profile thing like uh, why just a ph thing um, yeah. on those really yellow and, and you know going back not to rehash everything but mm -hmm. uh i really like san luis city water we we switched from ro about eight eight or nine months in at, at liquid gravity mm -hmm. back to san luis city water oh and it has a nice little minerality to it it helps keep those west coast beers tight um but you got, you know, you got to be more careful with pH correction. And so, if we were to add no acid at all, yeah, uh, we'd probably see mash pHs high. up in the five, 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 six. You know, yeah, we're targeting like five, three, maybe in the mash, um, and then we we typically acidify in the in the kettle as well. Um, yeah, I think pH is one of the for home brewers in particular is one of the most overlooked things. Uh, you know, when they're like, well, why doesn't my beer taste like commercial beer? It's like oxidation and pH. Yeah. Those are like the two big ones. You know, um, makes yeah. sense. Well, I want to give a shout out to your flagship IPA uh, because I think it it kind of goes uh, with with the tasty style. It has so, a little bit of crystal malt. Has a little crystal. Okay, <laughs> all right. One percent. It 1. does. One. It is one percent. Yeah. So, uh, Tasty's favorite West Coast IPA of all time is Blind Pig, which yeah. we have on tap here. And he was a big old Russian River fan, but Pliny was not his favorite. Not, by the way, I'm I'm similar to him in this sense. Your flagship IPA, I think, has the qualities of of a, of a blind pig that he loved, which mm -hmm. are obviously it's clear, it's <laughs> hot forward, but firm bitterness, mm -hmm. not overly bitter, not that that's not like a two hundred IBU beer, right? No, but but Vinny and Tasty Bolt, like they believe yeah. in a firm bitterness when it's a West Coast IPA, not the soft bitterness that has become popular now with Called our hazy sherbet IPAs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and no, nothing against those two. I, like I've admitted, I like yours. Yeah. Um, but 
I do think that that he he would have loved that beer too because yeah. of that kind of similarity to being a true traditional West Coast IPA. Your your liquid gravity IPA is that. Yeah, we, and we do bitter that one. You know, we that that's one of the few West Coast beers that we actually do put a put a bittering charge in. Oh right, like your sixty or ninety minute. Yeah, it gets yeah. a proper sixty minute. Yeah, you know, yeah. addition. We we're trying yeah. to kind of merit, you know, find that marriage between modern uh, hopping techniques and sort of a little bit of that classic, you know, feel with that that bitterness that hangs on a little bit. Yeah, love it. All right, all right, buddy. Celeste, Brennan, thank you for being here. I appreciate you and for sending beer and being a part of this. Uh, it just it wouldn't be a tasty night without yeah, you. We love you guys, and we so. love you, Tasty. All right. 21 Tap Salute. Randy the Spaniard, I think we're going to hear more from you tonight. I'd like you to come in and out if you're sick, unless you're leaving. Uh, I'm here all night. I'm oh, here until you kick me out. If you see out. that perfect. finger yeah. go up in the air, just follow wherever Randy is going. <laughs> That's true. Just at, follow him. Something good is going to happen. Yeah. That's a good at, fest, at festivals, if you see this. That's actually a good rule. Yeah, yeah. That's true. a good rule. I'm really into keeping the whole group that. together. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I, was the first night that we met Randy at JBF. We were like, who the hell is this guy? Guy. What kind of drugs is he on? And Tasty goes, he's not on anything. Follow the finger. Follow and the we finger. did. Follow he the has finger. taken me behind the curtains at so many beer festivals with that finger, and I've never, ever just, I've never paid attention to it. If we weren't as woke as we're supposed move. to be, I would call out that sentence so many times. God, I didn't even Randy has taken me behind you, the Bebo. curtains with that finger so many times. Hey, you know what? You and me both. I Bebo. didn't even realize I said glory poor <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break when we come back more of uh, the tasty special right here on the brewing network hang in there oh, man. you're tuned into the session because life's too short all right welcome back to the session a wonderful night we're having here a special night near and dear to everybody's heart the hop grenade is full of tasty fans and friends which is just really really cool to see it's why we did this event sf beer week i think was the perfect time to do it uh, people want to come out and celebrate. And what better thing to celebrate than the impact that our friend Tasty McDole had on craft beer and home brewing? And my next two guests fit both of those bills, craft beer and home brewing, as well as our addition co-host, <laughs> Doc is in studio with us. Hey. Welcome, Doc. Hi. Good to Welcome be back. back. It's good Woo-hoo. to see your face. Hey, it feels good. Yeah, even though your face looks like your brother's face. Uh, well, he's out there. He is out there. Yeah, you guys have the same facial hair now. <laughs> oh yeah, it, yeah. Make, it confuses people now. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Well, I'm glad you're here again. Uh, you know, you've been friends with Tasty for longer than I ever knew him, and so yeah. just great to have you here to help us do this Thanks. beery tribute. You guys used to homebrew together and learn to homebrew together. Yeah, we started it with more beer in the very early days in the mid '90s. Okay. Wow. And Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Were you born yet? No, I wasn't. God, I wish I could be like, no, like the rest of my staff, born in 95 or whatever. No, yeah. I'm old. I just wasn't <laughs> homebrewing that long. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, when uh, more beer was just in its infancy, yeah. uh, we were there. And the, the Doe's Homebrew Club and in the, its infancy. Exactly. Which yeah. you were both members of. Yep. Yeah. 
uh, including one of my uh, guests right now, Matt Sager, was yeah. a Doe's member. Yep. 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 Yeah. Matt Sager, now of Danville Brewing Company. Uh, his beer is on tap with us here tonight. Have a um, couple, yeah. Definitely a great friend uh, of Tasty's and and a homebrew club member uh, turned turned pro. Absolutely, yeah. And Mr. Win, he's now Mr. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Officially. And I've known this little shit since he was a little shit. A little one. Not a big shit. A little shit. I want to say that you were brewing in my backyard when you're like 19. Maybe mm-hmm. 18? Maybe call it 16? Maybe. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. Maybe 16? I'm, yeah. I'm going with 16. It might have been younger. Uh, 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 back when uh, we had the Rat Pad, our first studio doc. Yeah, in that nasty backyard. Yeah. In the nasty-ass backyard. But I had a homebrew set up there. Yes, I blame it all on Chad. Chad, yeah. That's yes. the first time I met you. Chad brought you to a Doze meeting, and I thought, is this guy old enough to be here? <laughs> oh, I don't know. We're like, be there. maybe not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, man, all this beer looks really great. Looks really great because yeah. I'm not tasting it. You didn't yeah. take, not at my I house or so anywhere responsible. else. Did you taste anything? <laughs> Dude, Chad would not even let me pitch the yeast to the first because they all because they all knew my mom at EJ Fair. So like, all right, we don't want to get in trouble with Becky. Like, oh, good not point. pitching the yeast when. Yeah. Uh, okay. You got, you're on top of things. <laughs> uh. All right. I'll finish the official introduction. Win Wisenhunt, now of Wondrous Brewing Company, um, less than a year old, I Correct. think. Correct. Yes. In Emeryville, California, here. Um, but Win has had a. I'm going to make fun of him a lot tonight, but honestly, he's like yes. an old soul in brewing. And having started home brewing that early, to, you were really into it from the get go. Uh, made friends with Chad and Tasty, yeah. uh, who sort of, um, I don't know if it's okay to say, took you under their wing. Uh, something they Fully. just really liked you. And yeah. you, you had, you they could see your ambition in, in becoming a pro brewer, even at that age, which you followed through with. Yeah, it was kind of a, like, you know, it was very, like, you know, like coming from the roots of here was always a great, you know, like it was. A bit of a trip, but you know, there might have been a little bit of a weed involved in the whole <laughs> situation there that yeah. kind of like you know was the glue to all of us together, but it kind of just worked out. And, um, you know, like, yeah, you know, brewing with Chad at the Rat Pack, like, literally like our first ever brew, like my first ever like part of a brew was with Chad at the Rat Pad on yeah. like Jamil's old, like, like yeah. one of the first brew sculptures, like brewing a Dortmund export I had no idea what anything was going on like right and uh just I just like left with like a like you know like a little like notepad of things to do like I came home I was like I was like trying to like figure out what was happening how the liquids were flowing in certain ways and it just kind of it just stuck it just kind of like was a super amazing and you fell in love with, with brewing yes, right away fell in with yeah. brewing fell in with the people kind of like coincided just the people the beer just it was like a big cohesive project that was like this is something like yeah this is uh, i'm down with this sounds cool okay well before i pour any any praise on you i want to fast forward to what just happened this past weekend this fucking kid (laughs) this upstart young man this upstart man you son of a this upstart (laughs) baby child of a brewer (laughs) just won the bistro's triple ipa fest in his first year as a professional brewer you guys can clap i say fuck you you yeah, don't yeah, get to, yeah. I don't know why you can't Same. win that in your first year. Win? Hey, it it was it was a little bit of intention to it. Uh, I mean that like that was a festival like you know I've I've 
at my other like, at Barlow Hall when I was head brewing there. You know, it was, it was always like a dream slash like life achievement to like get a medal there. So like, yeah, trying so hard, just like you know, developing recipes and the whole brew to like kind of like cater to the judges because there's a very specific set of judges for that event that you yeah. kind of have to yeah. like. All right, kind of you know you kind of see what they're what they're into. Mostly, I leave that event in like a depressed mode, like fuck, <laughs> like I didn't win anything. I'm gonna go to the dive bar down the street and like drink Jameson and High Life, and yeah. just like I'm fucking bummed. Like I put my whole life into this beer and nothing happened to it. So like it was a bit of like yeah, it was unreal to kind of with to be there. You're saying with other brewery because you've been with other professional breweries, correct? Yeah. Okay. So, and so you've entered before as a brewer for other breweries, correct? Yes. Okay. So I was it's, yeah, I had beers in the competition at another brewery. Right, I'll give you that street cred. Sure, this okay. is this is not your first <laughs> commercial showdown. Uh, yeah, I was actually talking to my bartenders like before the festival. I was like, you know, this is probably like our best chance right now. All the other beers were kind of okay, but like you know we. You know, I kind of, like, hit all the right knobs and volumes and everything to, like, make this beer, like, where we want it to be. And, uh, you know, it's, I mean, there's so many great beers there. Every brewer, like, you know. It's a tough competition. It's a tough one. It's, I'm it's making fun tough. of you because I'm jealous of your early success. <laughs> it's a bit intense. And I think I think uh, Mr. Tasty had some fuckery, majestic magic going on oh, with that one. Oh, could have been. Potentially. He, he's could've sitting been. on your shoulder all yeah. the time. Yeah. I think so. I think, I said, he so, loved him some Win Wise and Hunt. Yeah. He really did. It's just yeah. crazy because, like, you know, because, you know, Natalie and Vinny were there from Russian River. And, yeah, like, yeah. And I, I, like, in the last, like, 12 years, like, they're always busy with the younger, so they're never there at the event so for them to be there they won like three awards they cleaned up because they're always amazing and like yeah yeah it's like to get off stage and to kind of like hug Vinny and just like this is just such a trip and like I was hanging out with like you know the OG chef Bruce and he's like you know Tasty's up there like Hell watching yeah. this shit right now I'm like yeah you're fucking right man like this yeah. is so crazy so yeah it was a very like a lot of this a series of fortuitous events and it just Okay. Yeah, well, crazy. then, in in all seriousness, because you won the the actual triple A uh, triple IPA, you Correct. won uh, first place for triple IPA. Judged. They also judged. do a, a, a people's choice. Yes. Um, and it deserves uh, mad props. It's an important. It's an important I event in craft it. beer, and I'm proud of you. And since that was like your whole goal in life, I guess you can retire now. Yeah, I'm just just I'm dead. I'm You're, done. Nothing Whatever. else will matter. I'm quitting. You... Wondrous is closing down. Like, <laughs> well, you've already you, did. You've just had a child. Child. Just yes. Okay, so the happiest day in your life now with the happiest <laughs> award in your life. When what other goals do you have? Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> oh, yo, to host his own radio show. Maybe a podcast yeah, on the Brewing Network. Yeah, yes. maybe oh. maybe make like a little bit of money from the brewery. Oh, that would help. Uh, yeah. nice. That would probably help. Yeah, <laughs> you know? send your kid to college. Yeah, the whole, yeah. That, that whole thing. <laughs> like, but it's okay. We'll see what happens now. I'm kind of I'm open to ideas now. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, we have a lot to talk about with everybody in the room. Yes. But why don't we talk about the beer that you, you gave us uh, to put on tap tonight? Of course. What's it called? So this beer is called Eternal Echo. It is our... Hang on. Don't say what it is yet. Because gotcha. I want to. Ch- I just want to chime in real quick because I think I'm wrong about what I thought I about. might have heard that you were wrong. So I did an Instagram <laughs> video earlier today, and I... Like I normally do, I don't prepare, so I just tasted it on air. Of course. Okay, but I'm just going to stand by my statement. I and like then it. I made my statement to my buyer, Lewis, who coordinated the beer with you. Sure. And he said I was wrong, too. I, when I first smelled it and tasted it, and Doc, you can chime in on this. You have, I, here, I don't have mine. one. Smell mine. You can taste mine if you don't have the, the, the Rona. You're the germ-phobe. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's all, where I'll have the germs nowadays. 
I thought it was at least close to like a Janet's brown clone because sure. I, so I I look at the color and I'm like yeah. okay brown it's it actually looks darker than so, brown yeah. in this but I I had it in a four ounce sample so it of looks course. brown yeah there you see the light everything. Uh, I smelled it and I'm like okay hoppy malty like hop sure. forward malty beer I took a quick sip on my Instagram live and I was like oh I think it's kind of a tribute to Janet's brown okay sure. But that's not what you it's have it listed it at, and it's not it's what it is. We brewed our Janet's Brown collab, or our, or with Lee came out, we brewed the Janet's Brown. It was awesome. We brewed the OG recipe. Cool. Very hoppy. Okay. But this yeah. one, yeah, I mean, like, you know, like as we brew our dark beer, our dark beer is definitely more kind of guided towards, like, the chocolatey, toffee, caramel type vibe rather than, like, the dark, roasty kind of black malt type of thing going on. So, okay. like, I totally see, like, the brown ale, like, coordination with this. And, the, and like, this beer finishes, like, you know, on the drier end as well. So like it does. It you know, it like it you know, it, I can totally see. You know, it has it has a little bit of like zest pop to it. Like there's a little bit of hot bareness to it. There's like you know, some chocolatey like you know, like like some like yeah, some like sweet malt character to it. But like yeah, it definitely comes off as like a sessional, like a sessionable like dark-ish beer with some hops to it, which I I don't blame you for it. So that was my confusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But this is actually not even an ale. It's a lager. It's not, yeah. So okay. we like so we've been doing a lot of lagers at Wondrous, which you've been loving. Like it's it's been a huge awesome thing. Like it's um, what I'm super passionate about. And uh, yeah, this, this, we kind of call it our our we're using the house our house dark lager. We kind of have two house beers: our Hellas and our like our Wondrous Hell Eternal Echo dark lager. And um, it's just like a beer that you know like. I'm not a huge dark beer drinker myself, okay. so like, kind of like this beer is a tall tale of like, you know, like what, like what I like to drink in a dark beer. Keeping it, you know, keeping it, I guess, like on the lighter end, keeping it on the hoppier end, keeping it on like the chocolatier end, and like not, not like I'm super sensitive to like roast astringency and just okay. like just like yeah. just like burnt popcorn flavor. I, I, I personally cannot do that. So I see. Just wanted to keep it light. You know, there's a lot of. Is there no roasted malt in it? There's no like, there's no roasted barley. There's no plaque black pat and there's like there's a good amount of like english chocolate there's a you know like german like you know carafe special like dehusk like you know darker malts in it like we're doing we're doing the cap mash to it which is to sprinkle those things on the top of a mash yeah so like so we we we, we mash in with all of like the normal grains and like right, like as we're laddering right before we sparge we add in like some carafe S the special three, the D hush three, the super dark one, and that just kind of you know hopefully lends a little bit of like just kind of darker color and less flavor. So it's pretty yeah. much just for color. Yeah, it's almost like going like black IPA wise. It's like hey, we we want the beer to be like dark and just like look you know visually that, but like you know kind of keep it like light and dry and frothy and just like drinkable as as hell. That's yeah. kind of like the whole idea with it because it still finishes on the drier end. It does. And uh, yeah, just overall like drinkable beer. You know maybe like you know. Moonlight Death and Taxes is always a great, like, you know, inspiration for a beer. So As it should be. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you know, like we're like, you know, we don't want to cop. Obviously, we're not into copying or, like, doing that stuff. Like, we just want to make our own kind of, like, like, this is this is our dark lager okay. in a way. So, right. it's it's kind of in the Schwartz beer category. Yeah. Correct. That's, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. What, that's what I got out of it. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so much roast and, exactly. like, very... Yeah, 100% yeah. true, Smooth. and I and I totally fucked up by not entering that and not entering this beer in the in the World Beer Cup Schwartz beer category. Oh, sure? <laughs> oh, uh, I missed that one this year. So, did that? Yeah, oh yeah. no! So, okay. I'm, I'm going to give you a hint. You email Chris Williams tonight and say, Chris, oh. I screwed up. 
Can please, I still? Please, yeah. can I please enter this? <laughs> it's a great beer. See, that's what like, um, you might want to send that email. I know. Well, like, uh, I, I, I can I've send it for you before. if you like. Like, like, no, like, he's super nice. He's. I heard he's super nice, and like, like we entered it in like, um, like, in like international style dark lager, which is like Baltic porter and American dark lager. Oh, and I'm like, I look at the, yeah. but like all the beers that win that category are mostly like Baltic porters type beers, like. Yep. Just like how like international style dark lager is also like there's like Dunkel involved and like mm. there's a lot of you know random things involved in like dark European style lager. So I'm like Yeah. So we'll see. Like you know, I'm like I kinda wanna email Chris, but we'll see. We'll no, figure Chris, it out. Yeah, I, just, um, I, I, I tasted Schwartz beer right yeah, off the yeah, bat. Yeah. It's clean, uh hoppy enough. Just, but it, it's definitely lager. Yeah. And okay. you, you and like, be, nice dry. Nice finished. and dry. And it's spot on. Thanks, yeah. dude. So Thanks, I, w- I, w- <laughs> I, w- I well, would definitely Schwartzbeer is what came to mind. Yeah. So Mark Chain is in the room with us, and he's our Hop Grenade social media guy. He yeah. does a fantastic job, and he helped Woo-hoo. me do the video today. Mark, why'd you let me describe this beer wrong? I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck, man? What? Did you know that you had to get a truthful organic reaction? Yeah. By the way, Mark knew that he was like, "I'm just pointing the camera at you." (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I watched it. (laughs) Well, I did fine, I guess, except that I got Wins beer wrong. Uh, But listen, I I couldn't. It's it's a nice mistake to make. If I'm if I'm saying it's a Janet's Brown tribute, I don't think it's a horrible compliment. I will take gladly take that. (laughs) And I think, by the way, so. I, now that I'm tasting it with you guys, I'm with you on the Schwartz beer, except I do feel the nose, the aroma is super hot forward, and I think that's what threw me off um, initially. Um, and you can tell me I'm wrong because uh, I usually am, <laughs> but I just I said Janice Brown before I even taste it. I'm like, oh, hot forward, sure. and it looked brown in my little glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah, defending yeah. myself. I want to know if it's hoppier than like a Schwartz beer. Is actually why I'm I going mean, like, all, down this path. Not at all. There's you don't like, think so? There's okay. like no. a minute addition at 60 minutes of like, you know, okay. like, like it's all alpha. Like you know, it's like so we're not talking late edition hops here. No, nothing like, like yeah, that. Okay. There's, there's yeah, like, so there's like there's yeah, there's nothing late in it. But like you know, it's it's a very like highly carbonated beer, and like I think I can you know like I can I can see some like aromatics being thrown off as like some like hop kind of like herbal like some herbaceous. I feel like you know some like the malt can like come, yeah you know. I feel it. I see where I love how Wynn's defending me right now. I'm sorry, man. I love you, Justin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I could be mean, but I don't want to be if mean. If Tasty was here, he'd be like, nope, wrong. He'd be like, he's, he's, <laughs> oh, yeah. he's, like, he's, like, he's like, he's like, no, Justin, he'd like, like, you're, you're tripping. He you're totally tripping. Be like, nope, wrong. <laughs> he'd, say, he'd say something. I just ordered it. Actually, what he would do, because he was always so nice to me and everybody, is he would have been quiet the whole time until I asked his opinion. And then, yeah. and then he would just express it without addressing beer. me. But his whole thing would be like, "Yeah, really awesome Schwartz beer lager, all the things that you." Uh, went Justin for. was wrong. I, yeah, without saying I'm wrong. Yeah, and I'd be like, and then I would address. I'd be like, "So yeah. you're saying I'm wrong?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was Tasty's move. Yeah, yeah. You he'd let you know wrong. Yeah, and then he'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense." Uh, it's a wonderful beer. Thank you. Thank you for sharing it with of us. Of course. Also, That's just great. here at the Hop Grenade in general, we're so happy when you. Uh, uh, Give us your beer and sell us your beer I love because you uh, beer. you're you're part of the family and yes. uh, and I I just know Tasty be so proud uh, of all these things that you're that you're making and uh, uh, and this al- one he's always in the mind he's and, always uh, there. what's this one called again Eternal Echo okay nice. dark lager beer yeah. with a B 
I E R. Oh Lager yeah, beer. We're oh, going, right. we're going full beer. German yeah. style on right. that one. Like a Schwartz beer. <laughs> exactly. By the way, Mark Chang, had I just looked up at the menu, it said dark lager. Like if I had done enough preparation to look at the menu, even. But as we know, I don't prep. It's all so about you the just blind want to look tasting. good on camera. That's all yeah, I care yeah. about. And how did I look, Doc? Damn good. Thank you. Priority. It was, <laughs> it was smooth. Hey, to we can't point. all be beer experts, okay? Some of us just have to look good. God damn it. <laughs> all right. Matt Sager is uh, is in the room with us yep. as well. Uh, another Doe's member. Yep. Um, and not Danville Brewing is also not your first professional gig. No, no. I, I worked at Great Basin Brewing in, in Reno. Okay. Prior. That, yeah. That's right. I, yeah. So when I met you, you had moved down here. Yep. You'd already worked at Grace, Great Basin, but mm-hmm. then you you homebrewed for a while. I think maybe some stay at home dad action, I take was care doing of the a family. Stay at home dad action. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's when I finally decided to get, kind of get back into homebrewing. And actually, that's where I first met what met Tasty. Uh, I I was I I was judging at in Lodi. I don't know if you remember when the uh, homebrew uh, this section of of the homebrew con was judged in for Lodi. the yeah. yeah for the yeah. national yeah. homebrew yeah yeah and he was oh, yeah. he was the uh the cellar master and i think that's really the the uh, the, the first lesson i learned from tasty was humility i went up to him <laughs> he had just won his um what was it the 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 long shot oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah the double, sam adams long yeah. shot double competition. IPA. And, yeah. and i went up and i, I was like oh that's that's Tasty McDowell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> should I go up and say hi? What, what should I say? And uh, I went up and I and I uh, very meekly congratulated. Oh, congratulations! And and he said, Well, you know what? There were probably fifty beers that were better than mine, and I was just lucky enough to have the right judge at the right time, in the right flight, and sure, I won. Yeah. I take my yep. wins and losses with a grain of salt. Yeah, that and, sounds very tasty. Yeah. <laughs> It that, also that, was a great fucking beer, but that, yeah. but he's not wrong about those comments. Right, right. Yeah. So, um, the, you know, and and um, I actually happened to be, I judged Janice Brown that year. I was on that flight okay. as a judge. And I, I always hated having to put my, my uh, email address, your personal information on the score sheets. Because I, I don't want people knowing who yeah. I am. Yeah. yeah. I thought well, that was optional. Especially if you <laughs> yeah. want to give some like real honest yeah. criticism and feedback. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, but so, you have to remember everybody wants the real honest feedback. Yeah. Exactly. So, so I get Yeah, but you don't want them to and, call you about it later. Right. Yeah. I know, but also you do. <laughs> you do? Oh my god. I'm like, fuck no. Well, that, and that, and that's what I'm getting to is that um uh, you know, after the the results came out a couple months later, uh, I have an email in my inbox from uh, Mike Tasty McDole okay, saying, yeah. "You judged my the the like the subject was you you judged my beer." My heart dropped. <gasps> oh shit! <laughs> oh man! I'm like, oh fuck! So I open it up, and um, turns out I I actually scored it probably a four. I think it was a like a forty five. It was an nice. excellent. It was yeah. It was an yeah. awesome beer, right? As of course. And, and he said, uh, you know, he he told me about how he loved this the feedback that I gave him, and I hit all the high points and the low points, and that he loved to meet up with me uh, to talk recipe formulation. Of someday. course, I he turned did. to my wife and wow. like, oh, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. are you kidding me? Yeah. So um, 
Yeah, that, that's that's how and, I. And you met up with him. I met up with him. He actually invited me out with with Chad and and Randy. Yeah, for, Randy the Spaniard. Yeah, Randy yeah. the Spaniard. Yeah, uh, yeah. it happened. Randy's to, out there. Yeah, I he know. Is, He's it, going crazy. It happened to actually be on <laughs> on April twentieth when we're. He said, ah. "Yeah, I'll pick you up from your house. Me and Chad and Randy will pick you up at your house, and we're gonna head into to Oakland. We're gonna go this there there there, and I I was still a stay at home. This sounds dad. like this is like you know. When you're in the mob and you get the call, yeah, we're, we're <laughs> on, for, you on 420. You don't know if you're getting if you're getting signed into the mob or checked out of the right. mob. This is yeah. what it sounds like to me. That's you get the email and then the call. Yeah, this is we're, bad. We're we're rolling. We're yeah. rolling, Matt. Yeah, we're picking you up in a half hour. That's we're what rolling. happens, dude. Oh my god, so, uh, in a Cadillac. Amazing. Yeah, so literally. Chad Escalade. Yeah. The Cadillac. Yeah. They pull up and and. I'm still, you know, I'm do, playing the stay-at-home dad gig, right? And and uh, our daughter is, I think, uh, two at the time. And we're heading down 24, and and we're just there's fucking smoke <laughs> blowing from Taste Mobile. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's been a while since I rolled like that. <laughs> and, and at so that I, point, it had been a while, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you've been a dad for a while now. Yeah. You moved on. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. Oh, he so grew I'm, up. I, grew I, up. I, 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 text, I remember those days. I get my phone and I, and I text my wife on the on the DL like I might need you to pick me up later from the sidewalk. From yeah, yeah. yeah. And and even though she says she didn't use these words, she said um, I need you to not be a pussy. <laughs> yeah, and because I'm not. Getting our daughter out of bed to pick your drunk ass up. I love this so answer. Hang with these. Hang dudes. with the boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh Don't, be yeah. Don't be a bitch. Don't be a bitch. Yeah. Wow. Um, and, she uh, is my hero. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Bevo does that to Sam right. too, but he doesn't listen. Oh, he yeah. just and, he's like, no, uh, pick me up later off the sidewalk. Yeah. This, this sounds like my best life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, from there, from there, our friendship flourished, yeah. and um, and he, yeah, he, there's there's been so much that he's taught me, and and uh, I gleaned not only knowledge about being a brewer, but being a husband and a dad, mm. and um, for real, goddamn. Okay, right? so and, and I'm gonna just take a note from you there because I did say this is not a memorial, but I did this yeah. in the last interview too, actually, because I love that you said that where he taught you about being a husband and a dad. And I think there's some little insight that we can give into Tasty. Mm -hmm. And it's insight that I didn't learn until after he passed. So at his memorial, uh, which uh, Doc and I were lucky enough to to attend, Mm -hmm. um, and again, I said some of this in the last segment, what we learned from other speakers outside of the beer industry, that all of the qualities we loved about him, the way he supported people and promoted people, he had been doing for his whole life yep. when he was a little league coach. Uh, his son's friends stood up and spoke at the, so not just his sons, their friends, and yeah. talked about the support that, that he gave them. And his own sons stood up and talked about the lessons he gave about being a husband and a father. Yeah. And he was never overbearing about it. He wasn't the guy who said, you're fucking up. He yeah. wasn't the guy who was like, you know, I think you. He just, 
you know, would in the tasty way, just yeah. like he gave us beer advice. Maybe you should like do he, this or that. Yeah, very very classy, very like yeah. nonchalant. Yeah. Like, hey, like, maybe you should try that. Yeah. And like, yeah. it's like, damn, you're fucking right, dude. Like, no way. Like, you need like you need to be more assertive. Like, god dang it. Like, you're like, I need I need more of your information. Yeah. I need no yes. I need more of your help. Like, it's yeah. so good. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you know, maybe you were having a beer with him and you complained about being a stay-at-home dad or that like whatever you complained about that day. I don't know what. It doesn't matter. And he, then he'd do what you just said. Yeah. He'd be like, yeah, well, maybe it's like this. And you're like, God, And man. whenever Tasty would do that, you'd kind of go, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. He just, yep. he just knew the right thing sometimes. You're like, mm. how? Like, you're just, you're, you seem so, like, this people relevant. He, he, I can't yeah, tell you how many yeah. times I wish I had a, uh, a mic, uh, like, a, not a microphone, but a little recorder. To, to, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Because I'm going to go home and say this to my wife, but oh, yeah. not, not in gonna... the same way you said it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to yeah, sound like yeah. an idiot. Yeah. Like, I, I I I always want to say like 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 as like as like technically he like knew beer and like recipes and all the breakdown like he kind of knew that same that thing about about people he like he technically knew about people and their feelings and their mouths yeah. and their taste and just like yeah. and just like how they acted like it was like you know just you know obviously brewing great beer is a technical aspect but like you know there's so much more to it like how people taste and feel about it the like yeah. tasty kind of. You know, brought that into the factor of it's like, hey, yep. like this. He understood like, people. Yeah, uh, understanding people was just like, I never understood people, and it's still hard to this day to understand people. I don't but understand like, either. It's any not of everybody's it's skill. It's really not a just, yeah. Yeah, like no. I know you're not like being self-deprecating, but it's really not everybody's skill. It's hard. And honestly, I consider it one of my skills. And I don't. I didn't yeah. have what Tasty had. That's why Tasty I'm a could really get to like yeah. the heart of what people were were really one hundred percent. And then and, and then sort of deliver a message that addressed that. Correct. Yeah. I, I liked it you when know. he'd say, "Well, maybe you should have done that," and he'd walk away. Yeah, sometimes it was to the point. Oh, he'd yeah. just go, "Maybe you should have done that." And just like, should have done that, and he just. Just drop, a little, just drop a little, just drop a little boom, would, and just, he yeah. would drop the boom. Giving you time to think about what he just delivered. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's, he, he was kind of just like the the perfect embodiment to me of the word discernment. Yes. right. Like mm. he just he could speak to you, and then he was like, okay, this yeah. is this is yeah. the level we're gonna talk well, on. Yeah, this is yeah, the things we're gonna talk about, and yeah. this is how I'm gonna communicate yeah, cause, with cause you. Because he he would say things that like like. He would be like assertive, like he would he would say things like no one else would like would say in the room, and it's just like he would like he was tasty. He would like he would like all right, you know, yeah, this you know, there's like this weird taste to this beer, and everyone would be like, yeah, yeah, I didn't want to say that, but like right. no, but like, it you tastes said like it. shit. It's and, okay. Like, he kind of yeah. like opened up the room of like yeah. all right, we we can all talk about this as a community <laughs> and like you know like positively rather right. than just like yeah, like, yeah. He was he just because he, he he was no bullshit in a couple of ways. For one. Yes. If you were around him and you were bullshit, he didn't really deal with that. He would oh, walk God. away. He would politely walk away. True that. So he was no bullshit in that sense. He didn't really want it around him. But then he was also no bullshit in the sense that you just brought up. If we're all tasting the same beer and not calling out the elephant in the room, he had a nice way of bringing up the he elephant did. in the room. A very elegant way of just like, you know, like, hey, like, like that, like that was like one of his like kind of like his like little special things of like he would tell brewers like. Hey, your beer sucks, but in a really nice way, you know. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, like, 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 you know, like, 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 there's, there's, there's some, there's a lot, like, you know, there's a lot of improvements you can do to it. But like, he, like, he wouldn't say, like, obviously, like, mm -hmm. oh, this beer's not good. Like, he would just be like, 
Yeah, like, whoa, what, what was what was the base malt? What'd you, what'd yeah. you ferment at? Yeah. Did, you, right. did you do a diastole rest? Like, he would say those things and, like, kind of, like, break it down from there. Like, oh, yeah, maybe that's why this or that. But, like, he was yes. very constructive. That's how I learned Constructive criticism that. that didn't even feel like criticism. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. He yeah. might ask right. you, what's your, brew, what's your brewing equipment? What are you on? Yeah, exactly. He'd engage yeah. you into what's your brewing equipment. Sure. And in that, it would be it'd get away from your shitty beer. Yes. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but it, he was very interested in the okay. what you were brewing on and how you were brewing it, and he right. would help that way. And, and if you still couldn't deal with that, like it, if, in all his efforts, then yeah. he would just give you the fuck off walk yeah, away. Maybe yeah, you're not in a mean way. That's me paraphrasing. Maybe, yeah. He'd yeah. then, he then yeah. just be like, well, because let's be honest. He was fucking old enough yeah. and wise enough to not deal with you if you couldn't handle 100%. a little like. And those those were people he didn't become friends with. And I've heard him say how yeah. many times? Well, I tried. And <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, I tried. Yeah. 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 And he never and wouldn't say anything after that. Yes. That yeah. he wouldn't say. Well, they continued brewing shitty beer. Yes. He, right. he would not even go there. He would just go. Well, you know, I tried. Yeah. And that's that, right. And, and yeah. that's where you leave it at. Yep. Okay, so Mr. Matt Sager, yes, yes, yes. I believe we have two of your beers on tap tonight, which, yeah. by the way, is a testament to uh, the, it, we, it was kind of, we wanted to do like a, well, there's the Doe's relationship and there's the professional sure. brewing. And so thank you for sending us two different beers. Well, thanks for asking. Yeah. Let's talk about what we're drinking now before I got to get us to to a break. What, which beer did we get from you? So we have the uh, Vienna Lager. It's our uh, Steiner Recliner. Is what we call it. it nice. nice. And um, beautiful beer. Yeah, I mean it's it's a classic uh, a Vienna Lager. Uh, we when we're when we're brewing, we're not trying to get too too cute with things, and um, uh, and that's another thing I, I learned from Tasty is is simplicity, and and that's when I brew, that's how I that's my philosophy on brewing is is simplicity, and not throw every not throw the kitchen sink into it, right? So, uh, yeah, this is just basically uh, Pilsner malt and some Vienna. And I, I did a little, uh, like, like Wynn does, a uh, little dark malt for color uh, at, you know, during sparge. Um, or not dark malt, but, but roasted, uh, roasted barley. Just for color. Just for color, yeah. yeah. And um, I, I'm really proud of how this turned out. It's so, a great beer. Yeah, yeah thank you very much. Awesome. I'm yeah. a Vienna lager fan. Yep. But we don't always get good Vienna lagers, no. so sometimes it's hard to be a fan. Yeah. I will admit that's changed in recent years. Most of you craft brewers have just gotten so good at your craft that uh, yeah. Vienna lagers have become a little better. Uh, but, you know, they used to be just kind of sweet and shite. Yeah, doc, malty. You know. I'm just yeah. glad there's lagers. Thank you, Doc. This is all for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm stoked that both Wynn and I brought lagers into this uh, studio. So. I know. I, 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 I talked to Lewis. I was like, damn, there's a lot of hoppy beers on tap today. I'm like, I'm glad I brought you a yeah. dark lager. <laughs> like, Heck I mean, yeah. obviously, Tasty... Yeah. would be loving the hoppy tap list. But. Oh, that, yeah. oh, but he also loved lagers. Let's exactly. Not, yeah. let's you know what? No I, think, of course, I think of course. yours yeah. or mine would be one of the first beers he would yeah. would get, you know? He would be, yeah, he'd be stoked on those 100%. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, just uh, a nice little toasty uh, bread crust. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's beautiful. I don't, I don't know what else to say about it. It's, I 
I can't wax as poetically as Win did about his beer. Uh, well, well, that's yeah. because he's yeah. a metal winner at Bistro now. He's well, like, yeah, uh, he's blowing smoke up I, his ass I, I, for I a took, week. I took like I, the I, YouTube I, metal winner at Bistro <laughs> class class. I'm like, All right, now I, I know how to talk yeah, about yeah, this yeah. stuff. I'm yeah. not gonna toot my own horn, but I also walked away with the medal that. Oh day. yeah, can we say? Can we <laughs> say? Oh, yeah. uh, now I feel like an asshole. Can we say that Matt Sager beat Pliny the because, Elder yeah. with a silver uh, medal? But I'm not gonna toot my own horn. No, I'm tooting his goddamn. <laughs> Thank you for tooting his horn. I'm an idiot. I only know because people came in here bitching about this asshole in his first year. I was waiting for Justin to shut up about my award to talk about Matt's reward. Well, congratulations. Congratulations, Matt. Uh, thank you. So that's in the double IPA yeah, category. Yeah, Chucks are so double the, IPA. The Chucks, they're, they're GABF winning. Z yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I love. So like, like, like Nick, who used to work here. Nick Two Mamere, times at GABF. Yeah. Who's now at Bartlett oh, Hall. Who's two-time uh, uh, medal winning. Who's not at Wonder. No. Two-time okay, medal winning. Yeah. But um, like we always talk about like, like you know, medals, and like obviously we nerd out about beer stuff. But like, you know, there's... There's a difference of like you know breweries that medal kind of like once or whatever at a at, at a competition like rather than like breweries that medal consistently. Yeah. And like to have like Chuck's like cool like GBF now B show it's like yeah. all right cool like you're on to yeah. fucking something and like yeah, you're doing right. something right and like it's that's a like good rad. point because like yeah. you, like you were saying about Tasty he's like well I had the right judge at the right time well when you start doing the Firestone thing yeah, and you yeah. win across multiple. Yeah. Matt a, Sager. A, yes. And then so, you're on to something. Exactly. So, yeah. So, Matt is my neighbor at GBF because Crook and Lane and Every Danville. Every year. Oh, yeah. like, cool. We, alphabetically. Yes, yeah. alphabetically. We work together. But, yeah, this, I mean, this beer, it's it's a huge deal. Like, for, for me, like, we didn't enter Bistro this year. I will next year because, like, I yeah. didn't sure. meet Things. the deadline or Sure. Do all the things or whatever. But like to me, winning the bistro or any medal in the bistro is actually it's better than winning. That felt GABF. more special yeah. to me. Yeah. Now, obviously, we won the GABF medal our, our first year out of the gate, which was <laughs> awesome. But I didn't want to so I didn't want to be perceived as like a, you know, a flash in the pan sort of thing. And but but last weekend standing, you know, with with win and Natalie and Vinny on the podium was probably the the pinnacle yeah. of my brewing career. Like, that's, that's amazing. A, that is a, a trip. Like, like Vinny and Natalie are never there. They're always busy. It's just, yeah. it's just like just mm-hmm. like that's one of my favorite pictures. Yeah. and I'll treasure it forever. I'm probably uh. frame it's it. A, yeah, like, like yeah. It's just it's just it's yeah. just craziness and like. Well, let's be clear. Wind could still be a flash in the pan. I could okay. be. You're clearly I don't know. not. Okay, I didn't win this, anything last year. This GMF. this brewer child could still be That's a flash true. in the yeah. pan. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. you've made it to the top, so you might as well just get in the bathtub <laughs> and open up your wrist. <laughs> oh slice, let uh. it flow. Slice them over. <laughs> it's all over. That got dark. Yeah, it did. It got dark. Welcome back, Doc. This is why why we've always loved it. It's just just beer culture. He puts it in just a way, just some kind of way. Exactly. Just make it happen.
You know, uh, Tasty would have loved that. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, congratulations. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, mad, yeah, mad, mad props. Dude. Yeah, That's so thank rad. Thank you very much. Even I though, you know, Benny's just walking away with three medals from Benny. Right. No big deal. <laughs> Does he just throw them in the pile? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. just well, like, you know. I, exactly. I, I actually saw him toss it in the trash as he walked out. He gave it to a homeless guy. It was just like, hey, you have any change? Trade that in, it's gold. Gross. You know, I I cannot I cannot believe that the two of them don't get excited about winning a great award like that. Yeah. I I don't care who you are. I don't care how much success you've achieved. Like you're gonna get excited about that thing, especially yeah. that really festival. Will. You know, and yeah. and he and and Vinny had had said some really nice words about about Vic and the Bistro and. You know, the bistros, why they br- originally brewed Pliny the Elder. Yeah, I mean, oh, like, really? there's a whole, other, whole history of like, like, hey, like you know, he, he got up on stage and was like, hey, yeah, like, you know, we kind of like kept brewing Pliny the Elder because of like Vic at the bistro. So, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. thanks, Back Vic. when it was. Because like, or Pliny the like, wouldn't like be a seven thing. breweries, yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah. Like, wow. yeah, you know, there was like Sierra Nevada and like, you know, like, like there was like, whatever, five other breweries on the yeah. first ever Bistro Fest. And now there's like a hundred plus yeah. beers there. It's, right. just, it's oh, a man. trip. It's wow. like, yeah. it's crazy. So That's, that makes awesome. it all the more special to, to meddle at that. And, it is. and to see Agreed. the heavy, I, I remember, you know, going into that, looking at the heavy hitters on that. I'm like, oh my God, I don't have a fucking well, now you're a heavy hitter bro there's, yeah. there's a lot of yeah. ogs on the on the judging list but yeah. like but yeah. no nate, nate smith's on the on the on the judges okay, table so is nicole ernie yeah. yeah so i'm like all right there's there's a couple of, of uh no modern people on there modern <laughs> <laughs> <Good>. people <laughs> i actually let, let let's just and i gotta get us to a, a, a break sure. but one thing win said in the beginning when i'm making fun of him is you were like over the years you paid attention to the beers that won and then you Correct. knew the judges that were there, which are repeating oh, judges. Uh-oh. And you're like, oh, I'm going to make beer for that. Yeah. So, like, honestly, usually I make beer for, like, oh, cool. I, like, I, I have a certain taste and, you know, palate about, you know, like, what I want. But, like, you know, like, being a competitive brewer, you kind of have to, like, you know, just, just kind of, you know, you have a target in a way. It's like, you know. And you know, this is like research. This yeah, is like, like the way to go, go yeah, about. Yeah, like, you know, looking, like, you know, looking at the reminiscent list of all the winners and, like, seeing how they were, like, like what were their consistencies and everything. Like, mm-hmm. all right, cool. I'm going to kind of, like, brew a beer targeting that thing rather than, like. Smart it's cracking the code. It's cracking you got to crack the code. Yeah. Am I selling out? And not everybody does. No, yeah, fuck no, <laughs> fuck no. Do you think, and I don't have inside information, so. So I'm not calling them out, but do you think that Firestone won all those medals without doing this kind of thought, this oh, yeah. kind of uh, like, how does it work? How do the, how are the styles perceived? How do we make beer that the consumers love? So no, you're there's, not a sellout. You're intention. on a there's like there, Yeah, there was like a there was an intention. I cashed the line in the yeah. spot that I wanted it. And, and, and that's, yeah. what, that's uh, what I told yeah. Vic. That's what I told Vic on Saturday. So we finally cracked the code. Gotta crack the code. Yeah. But All right. It? I gotta get us to a break. Do Thank it, do you it. two for being here. Win Wiseman so from Wondrous. Uh, uh, Matt Sager from Danville Brewing Company. Uh, Doc, Thank you. you're gonna hang out if you don't mind, unless okay. you gotta go out and drink beer. I when we come back, gotta pee. That's fine. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, the great, the usually half clothed, Roger Davis from uh, Faction Brewing Company. I... We'll be right back here on the session. Segmented. Demented. Fermented. Fermented. It's the session. Yeah! 
Welcome back to the session. A very special session. It's Tasty Night, a 21-tap salute here at the Hop Grenade. And uh, we've got more brewers and guests in here to talk to you. Uh, and then i got to get out there and enjoy the 21 taps of beer that we have going on. So right now we have, <laughs> everybody get ready, Mr. Roger Davis from Faction Brewing Company, along with Chad Mosier. From Bankhead hey Brewing hey Company, formerly known as Tasty's other best friend. Sorry, Randy the Spaniard, but his, <laughs> yeah, his co oh, his his co best friend. Randy I, used to suck his dick. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that, well, I'm now sorry. I can just what call him Randy. I'm sorry. What was the if question? You, if you're going to say what? that, can I just go back to calling Randy the Mexican? Uh, Chad, I had to just change Racist his name Spanish. to Randy the Spaniard. I, I like that. Well, because now... Every, well, he is. He's Spanish. Well, we knew that all the time, but I didn't... I, didn't, just, I just didn't care. But now I have to care. I have to be part of the new... That was PC. So now he's Randy the Spaniard. I don't that love it yet. But it is classy. Sex. I'll give you that. Not that being a Mexican is not classy, by the way. Just so you know, Randy. <laughs> no, I, can I just can I just say that you called me Randy the Mexican for quite a while before you ever actually saw me speak Spanish. Right. And can we cut it, his mic? It, it'll be the it, it'll always be one of it's my favorite Randy. moments when you walked in and saw me speaking Spanish and your your eyes just lit up like <laughs> oh my god he actually is Mexican. <laughs> yeah. You do know that I always knew you weren't Mexican. Right? I don't want our listeners to know that, but you 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 did know that, right? This is this is yeah. going down a bad path. No, it's not. I'm just anyway. Okay. All right. In the studio now. That's all you wanted to say, Mr. Seriously? Roger Davis uh, from Faction Roger. Brewing Company. No, I'm not with Faction. I'm with Triple Rock, I guess. So I don't know. <laughs> Is, are we go. going, down are we going back in time? And, and back in time. Now, yeah. hot tub uh, time machine. Faction, uh, one of uh, Tasty's favorite breweries. In fact, Roger was Absolutely. always one of Tasty's favorite brewers, even uh, well before Faction. And so when I reached out to all the breweries about what, what beer to have on tap. And I said no. <laughs> you did not say no. <laughs> and actually, what I love about this is that you and Claudia really understood what I was going for. And that was, it didn't have to be some magical one-off beer. We weren't looking for, like, the send us your rarest keg. That wasn't a tasty thing. So right when I reached out, you guys were like, absolutely, we'll be involved. And it will be Penske File Pale Ale. Because it was Tasty's favorite. By the way, it's one of my favorites, too. And so I was like, as always, they get it. Like, you guys, you get it. Like, Tasty wasn't like the give me the rarest beer guy. That's true. He was like, give me the goodest. I'm going to make up that <laughs> word right now. Give me the goodest Goodnesses. beer guy. And so I'm so glad that you guys sent uh, a Penske file. It's probably my third Penske tonight because it's also one of my favorites. It's great um, So among all the other beers that we've mixed in, it's the perfect, tasty tribute uh, beer. So we have Penske File on tap. Roger, do you want to tell us anything about Penske File? No, it's called the Penske File. <laughs> Talk, have a seat on the couch. What, what's the secret? Uh, Randy the, the Spaniard file. has taken your no, seat, but um, we'll, we'll rotate oh, come on, people come on in. Or you can just go hang out with friends. I'm gonna go hang out. Go hang I'll with friends. Well, well, I'll go ahead hang and with say friends. Penske was one of oh, Tasty's absolute seat, favorite beers. Tasty okay. followed Roger Davis's Andy. career from Drake to Triple Rock, and it was so exciting to see you and Claudia break ground there in Alameda to Open Faction. 
Uh, Tasty was very, very proud of everything you guys did, was a big fan of everything you guys did. It, it, you know, you've talked a lot about the beers that Tasty like tonight. You know, it's dry, it's clean, it's hop forward without yeah. being, uh, you know, overly bitter or, you know, Ro- Roger, tell us what inspired Pentify. <laughs> 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 Randy the Spaniard being a podcast host. I'm just trying. Yeah, I'm trying to help. <laughs> but you got to. But you got to know your audience. You got to know your guest. That like question I... is never going to get answered. Hi, that Roger. Inspired me. <laughs> Was not listening to you anymore. <laughs> I so, take it back. It'll get answered. I want to know no, but, how awesome the sunsets have been at Faction well, lately. Fucking amazing. I was actually well, give out no the reason. whole hop. Profile of everything, but uh, no, go ahead. I'm talking about sunsets. <laughs> that's that's cool. You you can do no right with, with Roger as a but guest. No, exactly. Um, uh, what inspired me to do that beer was uh, kind of tasty, saying that he loved mosaic. Hmm. Wow. And uh, I I I really want to bring this back into the uh, the realm of what we're talking about tonight. Yeah. Uh, what you've been talking about uh, is about tasty. Yeah. And tasty, um, and it's gonna bring a tear to my eye. It's okay. I'll have the same tear. Oh, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, you know he loved mosaic up. He did. And I will tell you a story about uh, uh, the time that I first met uh, Tasty. It was a young lad. (laughs) (laughs) I like how you're older than Tasty now. He was a young lad. It was a young little lad. But no, seriously, uh, you you started this show with chicken legs. (laughs) Do you remember that? Chicken boy. Chicken boy. Yeah. What are, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it was. Same difference. Yeah. But he, uh, he, he uh, Jonathan was basically like, hey, man, come over here. We're going to make a beer. It, uh, uh, <clears throat> more beer. More beer. Yeah, yeah. And EJ Fear, EJ Fear. Yeah. EJ Fair was still there in that building. Yeah. Which yeah, yeah. soon became. Uh, right next door, yeah. Uh, AL Industries. That? Ill Industries. Mm-hmm. Um, and JJ came over to me and was hanging out with me because um, Chicken Legs. Chicken Legs? Yep, that's fine. <laughs> chicken Jonathan. Boy. Jonathan. Jonathan. Yeah, he prefers Jonathan anyway. Uh, invited, right, me, yeah. invited me to come out and brew a beer. Yeah. And so we're brewing a beer, and I was just like, I knew, I knew, I knew JJ. Yeah. So I was just like, you know what's going on with this guy? There's this guy that's like walking around with the fucking uh, keg in his backpack, and just like, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, and I'm like, what the fuck, man? Who is this guy? Yeah, yeah. And JJ was just like, that's one of the homebrewers that knows what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. And JJ knew what. No, knows what he's doing, but at the end of the day, it was just like, "What the fuck, man? This is weird." Yeah, it's yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. I don't. And I tried it, and I was like, "Wow, that's actually better than the beer that I can actually produce." Oh uh, hell yeah! This was back when I was at Drake's. Okay. Back in the yeah, 2003, 2004. And that was one of Tasty's mo's that even among pro brewers, they would go because everyone, even pro brewers, like let's be honest, they were like, "Okay, he's a fucking home brewer," but then Tasty would show them, they'd be like, "Oh." 
Oh, that's kind a good. Of, kind of changed what what people expected to be a, able to experience. That's a good right? beer. Yeah. Like, when you get when you get tasting in the room, that's that's a whole different episode, man. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, he was he was the guy at More Beer on a Friday afternoon. That's right. In the green room, like milling his grains, pouring a shitload of beer. Yeah. And he had this little, you know, cooler he'd bring in there. Oh, holding court. Everyone come up. Oh, uh, Mike McDowell, you know. Mm. This is, yeah, yeah. You're it talking about pre tasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about pre-tasty. I mean, pre-tasty. You're talking about Mike McDowell. Yeah. Mike McDowell. <laughs> I mean, and, but he would he would hold court and, and more That's beer. Right. That's right. And uh, he he just hang out next to the mill. He so, just wanted to meet everybody that was there to mill their grain. Yeah. And give them tips. What what are what are you up to? Like, what are you brewing this weekend? I just want to know. Yeah. And hey, you know what? I I have this beer. I want to share it with you. He was just that guy. I mean, he just he wanted to share everything everybody else was doing with. He did. Well, and, it's also uh, how he learned. So let me just say this. And again, I I learned a lot about Tasty after his passing, as I think happens with with most people that we love. Poor, poor uh, and one of the things I learned. Wait, wait, you're you're going on this tangent, but why <laughs> did you learn more after his passing? I don't know, because I'm an idiot. Like, I don't know. Uh, these things just happen. You like, should learn more from uh, their being. I, I do think that humans should be more like that. You're right. And, you and, and, and most of us most of us aren't. I'll probably know more about you after you die, too, Roger. <laughs> it's just kind of, it's just, it's sort of how things go. Well, he was more invested with uh, everybody do, else was now, doing. I, I do wish we, I had known, when, I do wish I had we, known more about, more about him and, and, and his personal life. In his in his life, a hundred percent. But I, but I didn't. And one of the things I learned at like at his memorial and through talking to some people who knew him longer than me, and I, I just think this is a good lesson for other homebrewers. You know, Tasty wasn't born Tasty, right. and Tasty wasn't born the homebrewer that that you all Mike that you McDonald. all that you all knew. Like he didn't show up at his first beer event with beer that was amazing. He actually showed up with beer that tasted like homebrew. That's right. <laughs> but what made him different was that he like really wanted feedback and really wanted everyone to tell him all the things about his beer that were that were wrong. So and that Chris, was the coolest thing about him. Chris Graham and some others that knew him even longer were like, you know, this guy used to show up on Fridays at more beer with beer that wasn't all that great. But he showed up on Fridays to share it with all us all so he so we could tell him what was not great about it that was the thing and, that, that and, went unsaid but yeah yeah well so and i kind of pointed this out because like you all can be as good as tasty if you take on his philosophy which was Absolutely. like he fuck didn't that. show up as a great fuck brewer he didn't show up like <laughs> not needing criticism he show up he showed up needing criticism and 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 that's what he would tell you too, yeah right yeah. and, and that, that's what, what made him so beloved by so many of the the audience of your show of who's listening here is that he was so humble that, that he was there. He yeah. was where they were. Yeah. He, he did brew beer before temperature controlled fermentation. And he was yeah, there yeah. before understanding yeast pitch health, you know, how yeah. important that was. And, and, and that was the thing is everyone saw him as this like social person that like just wanted to mix it up and show up on Friday nights with his beer. But in really at reality, he was taking advantage of everyone else's knowledge yeah and he was soaking it up and he was saying hey what do you think of this and and but but where where you know rubber met the road with tasty that that doesn't with everybody necessarily is he he was taking notes yeah you know that's he, right he was yeah. listening well, he was, he was, he listening was to brewing that the, he was brewing the crap out of everything like oh, he yeah, he absolutely. brewed 
he he brewed more than any homebrewer brews. No, that that that's true. He almost made a career out, out of yeah. just like homebrewing. You know, you know he <laughs> yeah. he had the yeah, opportunity. Then, you know, now, now that COVID hit, we all work from home, right? Co- Tasty invented working from home. Yeah, He's like, or not working. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But he was he was he was on brewing. That, on that note, it's like it's intense how. Um, uh, it's basically there's a lot of breweries or brewers that are like doing what Tasty did, you know, as professional brewers, and it's like my my hats off to them because like I gave up, you know. It's like I'm running a business now, and I'm like fuck this bullshit. How do I keep alive? But <laughs> that's fair. There's. It is fair, but at the end of the day, it's like, I look at Julian right now. That dude's a fucking chemist of, yeah. like, what the fuck is going on in the brewing world. Of beer, and he's yeah. making so much good beer. Same with Vinny. You know, it's like those people, they're like, they just, I don't know. Keep their ear to the grindstone. Yeah. Always learning. Always, yeah. Yeah. I'm waiting on myself credit. to figure shit out. No, we, we always gave Roger credit for that. Tasty always gave Roger credit for that. And, you, you know, you've talked about this. And when Brendan was, and was on. And no one should. You know, it, it was, it was interesting. Do, and, it, and it's so fun. We, oh, we no. got Chad here. You know, Chad and I had, had the great honor, honestly, to be part of the, the Russian River Janice Brown uh, collaboration. Right. And, and it was one of those things that, like, back in those days, Vinny was, like, exalted on high, you know? Great, really quality beer was, was hard Fucking to find. Fucking great beer. Back yeah. in the day. And, and, and he really, like, blazed a, p- a path of consistent good beer. To help champion and, that. And, right, exactly. And as we got there every year, it was always so impressive to us that we'd show up and he'd go, oh, I'm, I've tweaked the recipe for Pliny. I've, I've tweaked the recipe. I, there, there's this yeah. new malt. That I heard about, or I, I had this conversation with Matt Brindelson and this technique, and, and he was constantly tweaking, just constantly looking at how he could improve the process. And, and here you're talking to a person that is considered nationally, globally, maybe even, as one of the best brewers on, 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 on the planet. Yeah. And, and yet he would tell you that what you think is his best product isn't isn't there it's not there it's yet. not perfect yeah and that was tasty's deal yeah. too so, absolutely yeah. but you know where that Tasty started always right? always yeah. wanted to make a better beer but yes. you know where that started with janet's brown right so the name janet's brown that was like the one beer that she would critique his ex you know i mean um his wife his wife yeah passed away um that was like the one beer she fell in love with and the one she would critique over and over and right. over yeah and so i think he was hot and heavy on perfecting that beer but yeah. just it carried over right and everything and i think just as a human being like there you go he would give you a critique but make you feel good about it like yeah. he would oh, he would absolutely. bust your balls right. and like right. you know that's not the right path he'd inspire he'd make you, you to do better he'd make you feel good about it for a yeah. while but then like after it you go wow like that was a talking to it was really giving not you like, good advice yeah and he was really good about it. Yeah. You know, like, and uh, cut this? what would you do without Bevo, Justin? You know, just ask you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and that was, uh, we, and we've said and it kind of, we've right? kind of like said that throughout the night. Like his, his legacy was improvement, not only for himself, but for others too. Well before the beer industry, I heard his children and his children's friends uh, speak at his memorial and talk about like, the guy just always encouraged us to do better, be better, gave us great advice. 
and uh, and that's Tasty's legacy. So uh, here's the thing about tonight. Uh, this is our first ever uh, Tasty Night, our 21 Tap Salute. But my intention is Inaugural? to make it in, in, in a, a, yes, thank you, not first annual, because that's that would be wrong. Inaugural. Uh, it is our inaugural, <laughs> and I do hope to do this uh, every year. I want to say to you pro brewers out there, if you weren't on the 21 uh, list, please don't take it personally. You know, he, had, he was a fan of so many breweries. We reached out to our locals that we uh, knew he was such great friends with and, and had a relationship with. Honestly, to make our lives a little easier here at the Hop Grenade, just kind of get a good initial beer list of some of his favorites, favorite people that are all standing out there in the Hop Grenade. And and we'll keep doing this, and we'll rotate the list, and, and I think we're going to do this every year because uh, Tasty uh, not only deserves it, but um, among everything else that's been said by everyone else, uh, Tasty was a massive impact on my life. And he had been around for years, um, and he helped my career, and he helped my show, um, he helped my brewing, which lasted for five minutes, but doesn't matter. Uh, but he helped me understand brewers and other people. And so uh, I will always strive to keep his legacy alive here on the Brewing Network and at the Hop Grenade. And this is just the first of, of one of our ways to do that. So Can I say something real quick before you end here, Justin? Sure, yeah. Uh, so this is, my name is Randy Gould. I wasn't invited into the into the studio tonight. I, I just got, I just got no, like it elbowed my way in. Hostile takeover. <laughs> is my mic off? It's a little bit of a hostile takeover. I, I just want to say thank you so much for uh, everything you, you've done here. If you guys can't be here. Uh, you should know the hop grenade is from wall to wall, packed with people that love Tasty, that was part of Tasty's life, yeah. that were important to Tasty, that care very much about him. And the legacy that he left here was the thing that was most important to him. Uh, he loved this industry. He loved homebrewers. Yeah. And, you, you know, go back and listen to the, the old episodes, listen to the archives. You'll become a better brewer as a result of it. Yeah. And, 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 and you'll, hear, you'll hear the words from the man himself who cared. Very much about everybody, you know. Can we cut the r- mic over? R- rising together, <laughs> and so so. Thank you, Justin, for for letting me barge into your studio tonight. It's a beautiful event. Uh, Thanks mad, for being here. Mad love to the network. Absolutely. Yeah, tasty. tasty. A big cheers to Tasty. I'll do one a little clank over my mixing board. There we go. All right, I'm gonna pause to take a drink. Hello. All right, Hello, folks. Mate. Hello, mate. Thank you so much for joining us on this program, and thank you to all the brewers for uh, helping us celebrate Tasty tonight. It was the that was the 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 whole point. So we're gonna go out into the Hop Grenade and continue to celebrate with all of our taps. A bunch of those beers will still be on tap the rest of the week. So if you missed out on tonight and you're local, come on out and try them, including Chad's beer, which is never even available in California, but it's here right now on our Nitro Tap. So. Thanks to everybody for being a part of this. I want to thank uh, Teresa uh, for always being there for me as our co-host. I want to thank Doc for showing up again tonight and being a part of this. I want to thank Bebo for hiding herself in that room and taking care of the cameras and producing this show, getting everybody involved and into the studio. It's kind of like wrangling cats sometimes. Uh, Thanks to each and every one of our guests, and we will see you next time right here on The Session. Tasty. Love you, man.